Hi everyone, it's Ashley, or better known as Mrs. M in the business technology shop in Old Colony Regional Vocational Technical High School. And this is the Busy Teacher Podcast, a podcast about my experiences while navigating the lands of being a new teacher and how I'm using my experiences to improve my teaching practice, improve student engagement, and also manage my work-life balance. So I hope this podcast helps you improve those things for yourself And let's continue to see what this episode is about. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Busy Teacher Podcast. This episode is going to focus on the topic of differentiation and providing choice and voice for students in the classroom. So as an assignment, as part of my design with G Suite course through Fitchburg State University, we were required to read a couple articles, two of them from Catlin Tucker. The two articles were called Design with Choice in Mind and then also Design Your Own Choice Board. So in Design with Choice in Mind, Catlin Tucker says that approaching lesson design like a would you rather question or a this or that question could increase motivation and student engagement. And I tend to agree. And this also ties into the idea of choice boards. So in Design Your Own Choice Board, she talks about what a choice board is. And it is usually a grid of nine options and each grid segment has a task for the students to do based on an overarching unit or an overarching lesson. And the students are required to complete three items in a row like tic-tac-toe within the choice board. And it's thought that if teachers place certain tasks strategically in the columns that when students do something from each column to get the tic-tac-toe, they'll get a well-rounded lesson and engage with the material in a way that is acceptable for the teacher. And they can choose how to interact with that material in a way that engages them, interests them, and something that they will enjoy in the classroom. So it's a great way to give students voice and choice. So going back to design with choice in mind, Catlin explains that a successful differentiated lesson doesn't always have to be a choice board with nine options because, yes, they are time consuming to create, but we could just boil it down back to that would you rather or this or that type case for most of our activities to keep promoting that idea of differentiation and voice and choice. So we could just give our students two choices and that would make the delivery of the lesson better. So some of Catlin's examples that she gives for this or that would be, would you rather read an article or listen to a podcast? Would you rather work alone or work in a small group? Would you rather conduct online research or would you rather interview a family member or a friend? Would you rather take notes or annotate something or draw sketch notes? Would you rather watch a video and complete an ed puzzle or participate in a teacher-led small group instruction? So the this or that, the outcome is always just about the same, but how we get there is different. And I think that that's important to show our students because in the real world, it's not so much how you do something, it's more about that result and getting to the successful outcome. So to quote her Design with Choice in Mind article, 
she says, well, she quotes another research study that says self-determination theory identifies three basic psychological needs that impact motivation, competence, relatedness, and autonomy. That comes from Desi and Ryan from 2000. So that was already almost 20 years ago. So she says that competence is the feeling that students can complete tasks successfully. If students can choose how they engage with information, review concepts, work on tasks, or share their learning, they are more likely to feel competent in the in those endeavors. And I think that's really powerful. Students, a lot of the time, will just do something because they're told, or they don't want to get in trouble, or they just kind of mindlessly go through school, when if we give them the choice, it wakes them up to say, oh, okay, now I can take ownership of this. And they may find that when they succeed because they chose how to get to the solution, their confidence builds and they feel like they're really learning and understanding the, the material. And they're probably more likely to find the value in that material as well. So all of this stuff sounds really good and really warm and fuzzy. Um, and I have tried it. I've been a teacher for three years, so I'm still at the beginning of my teaching journey. But... I've tried, especially with the remote learning um, we had to do last spring, to bring differentiation to my activities, to tell the students, hey, watch this video, reflect on it, kind of like what we're doing for this class. Watch this video, reflect on it, and you can do whatever you want to reflect as long as you give me examples from your real life and you use examples from the video to prove that you watched it, just give me a thoughtful response. And you can do that in any way. So you could write a journal reflection essay if you're a writer. You can draw me something. You can make a poster. You can record a podcast, make a video of yourself. And I do that and I get so excited to see what happens. And this is with my grade 10 group. They come back and they all wrote the essay. And I know that some of these people who are writing the essay, they're not passionate writers. They are just doing, I feel, what's the easiest for them or what is going to be the fastest for them that doesn't require them to think. And that makes me so sad because it ties back to um, the idea that Sir Ken Robinson says in his Killing Creativity TED Talk, super famous um, in the teaching world. I've seen this video a million times. Um, he talks about how the way that we put kids through school in the rows of desks, taking notes, lecture, discussion, test, lecture, worksheet, discussion, test. It's killing the students' creativity that they grow up with. So over time, the students, if, they, if, if you don't use it, you lose it, right? So if the students go on through school and they're never required to think outside of the box and they're never required to do something other than just write, they're not going to want to do it when they're given the choice. And it, it makes me so sad. This just happened to me. So I'm so passionate. I'm so passionate about why this happened. Um, out of a, I have a small class. So it's a class of six out of the class of six, I would say two of the six are people who like to write. One of the two that likes to write decided to do a video. The other one who likes to write wrote a very well-written journal response, very passionate, awesome. And then the other four, they just wrote a basic, it was, it was okay, 
but I just feel like it was kind of to get it done and to push it aside and go on to the next thing. And I'm hoping that this is an anomaly. I'm hoping that I can keep continuing to offer that differentiation and different ways to get to the solution and that future classes will grab it and go. I'm really excited about my grade nine group. I've only had them for a total of one week in school and one week we had to go remote. But I really see potential in their ability to take this creativity, take this differentiation and run with it and do really well. So I will keep you guys posted about that. But for now, yes, I agree with this differentiation. I agree with choice boards. I think they're awesome. But you can't always expect the students to interact with it the way that you hope. So with this grade 10 group, I'm not giving up. <laughs> I am actually going to design a choice board for one of their upcoming units to see what they do with it. Um, and I'm not going to offer the essay writing. They're going to have to do, I'm going to force them, <laughs> which is kind of no voice and choice, but I'm going to for force them to do the creative thing. And I want to see what happens. I want to see what happens when they're forced to do it. And maybe if they're forced to do it and they come out with a result that they're proud of, that they like, they can be less, I don't want to say they're scared, but they'll be more apt to taking on those creative tasks in the future. I teach in the business field and creativity is such an important part of what we do as an industry. So I'm hoping that with differentiation, with choice boards, with creative tasks, I can inspire in them that creativity that they can reignite within themselves and then bring forth to wherever they go after high school. So that's what I have. Thank you for listening. And I hope to see you or at least hear you or you can hear me in the next episode of the Busy Teacher Podcast.